Welcome to episode 82 of the Local Meta. My name is Fletcher. And I'm John. John, how are you doing yeah. tonight? I'm doing relatively all right. Okay. I was going to say, I'm but... sure it's not as good as I am doing, but... <laughs> <laughs> Slightly different reasons, yeah. but Shit. I actually I played Magic, you got blitzed and sorted Magic cards. I have, I'm have. i not blitzed, I've just been drinking, but shout out to my coworker, so... <laughs> uh, yeah. First foray into new standard, though. Yeah, how did good, that go? Good times, actually. Um, I was basically playing blue black splash bolus. Okay, as you do. And only one, like only once was I like absolutely punished for it because I had three boluses, the only three boluses in my deck in my hand, and <laughs> I, no red sources. I mean, sometimes that's just the way life goes, right? Yeah, shit happens. And I mean, I lost a red, so it's like, what the hell can you do anyways, right? Like, yeah, I mean, even if I cast them, I was probably dying. <laughs> get run over. Yeah. Yeah, I played against that red deck a couple times on um, uh, Arena, just mm -hmm. with, you know, my junk decks to get quests done. And um, uh, yeah, it seems pretty, pretty good. Like, it feels... I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm like used to playing against red, but it feels super beatable if I was playing a deck that had any quality to it. But yes. Like I there was there was actually three different people out of nine playing mono red today. Hmm. Three different builds of mono red even. And huh. yeah. New standard kind of, is always a party. Yeah. I kinda of actually feel bad for one guy, he was my round one opponent, and I I snapped on him game two. Uh -huh. <laughs> because like I'm at three life and I cast the Nickel Bolts the Ravager and he goes to discard his lightning strike. Apparently he didn't read the fact it could go face. Really? And I'm like, just cast it. He's like, but there's no point. It can't I'm like, I am at three. <laughs> and I'm just like ranting at him for not killing me. Because like uh -huh. I've I was like I was at three life for multiple turns and the card was in his hand the whole goddamn time. Oh, man. And I was just getting tilted by it. <laughs> but, yeah, I felt kind of bad after the fact, but he's also been playing Magic for a while, and he's cast Lightning Strikes at my face before. He knows better. Yeah. That's, oh, well. I don't know. Weird, I guess. But, yeah, yeah I haven't played it much against um, uh, meta decks or anything. I've been playing mostly Sealed on Arena. Um, and... Uh, the only deck I've been playing is that, like, my I, I rebuilt my murder kill deck <laughs> because of value. Yeah, well, I'm uh, I, I've had quests to cast black spells and stuff, and I'm like, I like destroying everybody's creatures, but I don't know. I had to text you at like, I don't know, eleven o'clock or ten o'clock or something like that one night because I'm like, I'm like, I just beat a mono green deck that cast a vine mare on turn four against my mono black deck and won. <laughs> Yeah, and it's like, how the shit does this work? <laughs> and you're just like, oh yeah, I just like had like the nut perfect, and I gained life off of spells to somehow not die and shit. It's like it was ridiculous, God it was damn, absolutely absurd. Like, <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but it's just I don't know. I was just like, oh my god, I cannot believe I did that. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that. Mm -hmm. Hashtag value. Hashtag value. But this format's looking to be good. But I've yet to find a deck that just truly like pulls me in. It's like this is what I want to play. Yeah, you know the deck I played today like has some of the hallmarks of things I enjoy, but like it's missing. It doesn't have quite as much play as I want to it, right? Sure. Like mm -hmm. you know, it, it's definitely not black green constrictor level. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, we're we ain't gonna get no snake anytime soon. I'm guessing, but no, I don't know. I'll just I'll just wait around until you tell me to play a deck, <laughs> but. <laughs> Here you go. Play this, I guess. Let's see if I like it. <laughs> but all right, I don't, John, we got we have some serious business we need to talk about today. We do. Which is because someone talked about themselves for too long. I regret nothing. <laughs> I'm fully aware. Because if there's one thing I love, it's talking about myself <laughs> for a solid hour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but as you do, as 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 I do. But, regularly so we'll we're gonna be <laughs> fair here and we're gonna we're gonna talk about you for a solid hour maybe we'll see at least 20 minutes at least we'll, 20 we'll, minutes. We, we we all know i'm a big fan of efficiency 
and finishing things in a reasonable amount of time. Yeah. So who knows? We'll see where it goes. <laughs> uh, God damn it. All right. You know, hopefully it's 20 minutes because my drink's empty. So, <laughs> All right. So um, for those of us, for those of you who um, uh, didn't listen to last week's episode, go listen to that one because it's great. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, we were, you know, talking about a while back, they released the signature spell with Jace, which was, you know, a bunch of spells flavored with Jace and kind of stuff like that. And then Twitter got a hold of it and started talking about, you know, what would their signature spell books be and everything like that. So, um, you know, too late. We decided to take that and we went through mine last week and we're going to do John's this week. So, John, take it away. All right. Um, my, the first one I'm going to talk about is probably the one that is most associated with me. This is just a given. Like, <laughs> So many people have heard stories about this and I've I've even like played this deck in modern and I've considered playing it in legacy even though it's bad. <laughs> like this card is just it's not the card that got me into playing control, but it's the card that got me into playing control well. Yeah. And that is Ashiok Nightmare Weaver. Yeah. Uh Ashiok is colorless blue black or a uh a legendary planeswalker ashiok uh comes into play with three loyalty has a plus two uh target opponent exiles the top three cards of their library minus x put a creature card exiled with ashiok into play with converted mana cost x into play under your control and a minus 10 i believe i'm doing this entirely from memory oh wow okay exile all cards from targets players graveyard and hand that's it okay which if you've ever played a control mirror that ultimate is actually backbreakingly great i was gonna say that's gotta shut him down <laughs> like it's like exile your hand cast another threat oh you don't have a counter spell yeah not to mention the fact that it's a three mana planeswalker that just it decks your opponent yeah which is super super good in control mirrors was did you play that? Did you play Ashiok with Grindclock? Uh, Grindclock was in my sideboard. Oh, okay. Because I remember doing that with that deck, and I was just like, "Yes, this is everything I want to be doing." <laughs> yeah, I had Nothing. my two, I had two foil Grindclocks from for their OG printing in my sideboard because I loved Grindclocking out people in Control oh, Mirrors. It was so good. I remember. I think I I think <laughs> you borrowed me this deck one time, and I played it, and it was just like. If I recall, you only went like one in three or some shit. Oh, like, dude, did... I suck, but it was so fun. Like, my favorite thing about this blue-black deck is I crushed with it. Oh, dude, like, you were, yeah. I, like, this was like, my, if I wanted to win, this was the deck I played. This is the deck I should have played at regionals, but I didn't because I didn't want to play a control deck for 12 goddamn hours. <laughs> it was only 12 hours. I thought it was longer than that. <laughs> But I should have played this deck. But my favorite thing is I borrowed this deck out constantly to people. It was never not built. Even when I've tried a bunch of other decks in the format, I always had this deck with me, and it's always the deck I'd borrow to people. Mm -hmm. They never went better than 2-2 with it. Oh, yeah. Like, the deck was so, so complicated. And, like, one mistake and you died. Like, this was a format with Siege Rhino. And fleece main lion oh and goblin rattle master, uh, like there were painful threats that would destroy you if you didn't know what the hell you were doing. I got, I, I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. It. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you crushed. Most me people off. didn't. Yeah, I remember you just being on tears with this deck. Yeah, M oh, mind you, the other uh, de facto better control deck in the format got to play with Sphinx's Revelation and Elsmith. I mean, what do those cards do? Yeah. <laughs> Win players, like, I guess, but... <laughs> in the control mirror, I didn't have those, and I still won. Entirely off the back of Ashiok. <laughs> mm -hmm. Ashiok and sideboard grind clocks. Those <laughs> value. Yeah. Yeah. I... I absolutely adored playing this deck. I and 
Ashiok was the big thing for that. Like the fact that you could, the fact that he came down and immediately takes up to five loyalty was so relevant. Yeah. Like the fact that you just, you know, I, <laughs> I got to be a massive dick, like to people where it's like, uh, take up Ashiok, exile some rando creature, and I point out like I'm gonna kill you with this creature. <laughs> just the called shot. <laughs> And I did it like there against one of my <laughs> one of my opponents. Like I, I the first tick up, I exiled a um, Corsair of Crufix. Uh-huh. I was like, I was like, Corsair Crufix seems really good in the control deck. I'm gonna put it into play. Yeah. And like I started beating him down with it. And like at one point he tried killing it, and I used a counter spell to save it <laughs> to save his creature. <laughs> like I attacked him twenty times, and oh, he died. Oh my god. <laughs> That is what I did. Or, sorry, I attacked him ten times, okay. and he died. Two Corsair Crufix. <laughs> and the next the next game, we go to game two, and I'm Ashiok on three, tick up, exile Corsair Crufix, and I point at him, like, I'm going to kill you with this card. And he's like, oh god, not again. <laughs> and then I killed him with that card. Uh, savage. If anyone's ever wondered, yes, I do have a sadistic streak. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Ashiok is why I have said sadistic streak. There's also like talk that Ashiok might be coming back, which is kind of cool. Also scary, I'm guessing. <laughs> Horrifying. And well, that's the reason, because Doom Whisperer and Dream Eater are both creature type nightmare. Oh. Yeah. So they're and one of them is blue and one of them is black. Hopefully just hopefully Ashiok is good. Hopefully. I will take a exact reprint. I would be content. Yeah, I, I imagine you would be. Please, God, give me an exact reprint. Just print this card to me. Let me play it. Let dust, me play this card. Just dust it off and head over. Uh, I would be unbelievably ecstatic. Yeah. But, Even yeah. if it didn't work in the format, you'd just be on it, wouldn't you? I would find a way. <laughs> like... There's some good blue and black spells out there. And uh, Ashiok is definitely deserving to be slot in that category. So They screwed up so bad that Mono Red has a 95% win rate, but John is playing Mono Red Splash Blue Black for Ashiok. <laughs> <laughs> Mono Red Splash Blue Black, also known as John's not playing Mono Red. He's casting Ashiok on turn three and still winning. Uh, yeah. Because we like this was just the lock for your li- like for your list totally absolutely like this this was the card that i gave like the the sneak peek to where it's like i talked to manny like manny was the one card you associate with me he's the first word he said was ashiok yep <laughs> like entirely like because ashiok just has people have memories of me playing ashiok like mm-hmm. you know ashiok was the first card that i like planted a flag like this is my card this is what I enjoy doing. It's like, I'm going to cast your Siege Rhino off my Ashiok. And kill you. I'm going to, I'm going to, my, my splash scry lands, they're going to be set up in such a way that I can activate your creature's abilities off my Ashiok. (laughs) That's what's going to happen. And it's going to be gas. (laughs) And you're going to like it. (laughs) Oh man. Good times. Good times. I enjoyed Ashiok. I I miss Ashiok. I noticed. I wish Blue Black Control wasn't complete shit right now in Modern. Yeah, a- Ashiok is totally your thing. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's like it's like not really Bay because Ashiok is like the one true androgynous. Not thing your boy. Uh, Ashiok is your Ashiok, and that's what it is. Ash- Ashiok is my homie. Let's go with okay, that. Okay, sounds good. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what else you got? All right, all right. Uh, the next card we're going to talk about that would be on my signature spellbook is the card that actually turned me into a control player. I I remember this deck to some degree, I believe. Yeah, there was another card that I highly considered putting on this list in this one spot. (laughs) What was it? Goblin slide. Oh. But I figured this card had to go in this place instead. Fair enough. Because I also love playing this card in Modern. Yeah. So when this card is good, it's gas. 
I think I've told the story before how mm-hmm. I was playing like a mono red list that was splashing blue for treasure cruise. <laughs> and the deck was absolute shit. This is in standard. Yep. Like the deck was bad. Like I hated everything about it, but it had a pseudo transformational sideboard where I could board into like almost a control deck. And I noticed that like every time I boarded into a control deck, I you like I my win rate just went up. I think I went like one in three on the night because you know there's only so much you can do like post sideboard. Yeah. But like the deck actually seemed to function when I sideboarded. And like I just had like a super shitty night and I was talking to a friend of mine and I was telling her about how there was a uh, SCG invitational qualifier at the store the next day. Yep. But and she and she, you know and she was like, well, do you want to go? I'm like, well, I don't have a good deck, and I don't have 20 bucks. Like, I was flat broke at the time. Mm-hmm. And she, she's like, well, if you can come up with a deck, I can borrow you $20. I was like, I have, you know, you're like, you know me. I don't like borrowing money. No, you don't. I don't like borrowing anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like... I will contemplate freezing to death in my car before calling and asking for a ride home. Yeah, from me, who's like five yeah. blocks away. <laughs> yeah, like that is literally something I have done because that's how I am. And I'm like, I tell it, I'm like, I'm like I don't want to borrow money from you. I don't even know, like, I have a vague deck idea. I don't know if it can do anything. And I've just, I'm proceed to talk to her for like the next half hour. And suddenly there's a knock on my door, and it's her. And she hands me $20, says, go play in your tournament. And it's like 11 o'clock at night. The tournament's at 10. Yep. <laughs> I don't have a goddamn deck. Yep. <laughs> I proceed to stay up until like 2.30 in the goddamn morning, hashing out this blue-red control deck. I'm like... I like I am certain that I think there's something here. And like I sleep like absolute shit and I top eight my first big event. And I win a playmat. And like from now until the end of time, that playmat will mean more to me than any other playmat I ever get. Oh yeah. Cause one, it was my first playmat. Two, I only got it because of her. Mm-hmm. And I sw- I've caught on a very large... I've yet to actually mention the card that I'm talking about. Yeah. But this is why this card is so important to me. is because of this deck. And he was one of the two win cons in the deck. One was Goblin Slide. <laughs> which is the weirdest freaking control win con ever. And the other was Karanos, God of Storms. Mm-hmm. The one true god in all of magic. <laughs> If anyone wants to question that, name any other god that has seen play in Legacy and Modern, and I'm pretty sure he's seen minimal play in Vintage. Really? Yes. Wow. Like, Karanos, God of Storms, is the one, like, Theros god, or any god, that has actually seen play in pretty much every format. Hazoret has seen play in... Um, modern minimally out of uh, Jun sideboards, and people were experimenting with Hazard in Mono Red Prison decks in Legacy, but Mono Red Prison is unplayable garbage in Legacy. <laughs> Karanos saw play in the in Miracles main decks. Ooh, spicy! Yes, Miracles was one of the best decks in the format at the time. Don't at me. Karanos is the one true god. <laughs> <laughs> also for those who don't know uh karanos is uh three colorless blue red for a six five legendary creature enchantment god karanos is not a creature unless your devotion to blue and red is seven or more and at the beginning or reveal the first card you draw every turn or no, reveal the first card you draw during your draw step. Mm-hmm. So reveal the card you drew. Uh, if it is a land, draw an additional card. If it is a non-land, bolt something. Mm-hmm. 
this is actually also led to one of the biggest screw-ups of a friend of mine, where he was playing in the semifinals of a PPTQ. He was playing Twin that he borrowed from someone. Mm-hmm. He was at two. His opponent was at three. His opponent had one red mana open. Uh-huh. He has a Karanos in play. Yep. He reveals Remand. Yep. His opponent says, respond to the trigger, bolt you. He picks up his cards. Not realizing yeah. that he had drawn that, that card. Remand. Yeah. <laughs> savage. Yeah. And like when he realized it, like right after the fact and he's like well can't i remand it and and everyone's like you literally already conceded yeah like no you can't yep. <laughs> karanos tricky magic card know what the shit your cards do karanos yes yeah i mean <laughs> i played that i think in the sideboard of moon for a while i think we main we main it, it? As a one of didn't we we might, we might have. I don't remember, but yes, it was. It was at least in the side for a long time, and we may have mained it once. Everything went to yeah. hell. I.e., they printed K Command. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's not. That doesn't make Karanos bad. No, it just makes everything else in the deck bad. <laughs> it makes everything else in the deck bad. Uh, but... Yeah. One of the, like, one of the best things about uh, Karanos is the fact that like it's one of your best sideboard cards against Jund. Also, besides like in a control mirror, which is super sweet. <laughs> Like, Karanos is just great. Yeah. It's like, yeah. oh, you drew an actual card? Well, you also got a free lightning bolt. Oh, you drew a land? You're flooding? Here, draw an extra card to get through your flood faster. Like, yep. He does everything you could want him to do as a control player. Oh, yeah, totally. like, and none of the other gods even come close to matching up to what he can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you mentioned Blood he had power and toughness, too. I don't think I've ever made him a creature. I have... <laughs> but only in standard. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, I'm pretty sure I was just, like, beating the crap out of my opponent. Like, they were already behind <laughs> I had, like, a rabble master in players and some shit. I'm just, like, turn everything sideways. They're like, okay, wait, can you can that attack? I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yes, it can. Look, oh, yes. Look at all my devotion. Uh, I technically could have attacked with him once in modern. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the only reason I was able to do that is because I had um, Pestermite and with a Splinter Twin on it, plus <sighs> a few other things. So it was kind of unnecessary. It was a little bit irrelevant. <laughs> it was like I had like Karanos, V Click, Pestermite, and Splinter Twin all in play. And so like it's like truck. I can attack you with a Karanos, or you could just concede to my infinite fairies. You know. Whichever you prefer. Yeah, call. Carados, <laughs> uh. uh, all hail Carados. Okay. <laughs> uh, next, we're going to go to my favorite commander deck I currently have, and probably the co- like when I got back into Magic M thirteen. Oh, it was M13. M13 just came out. And... Here's the horrible thing, is that I remember the year I got married because I remember we were playing M13 at the time, and uh, magic sets come out a year before they're labeled. (laughs) 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 My wife is not impressed. (laughs) But that's perfect. (laughs) You'll, she should know that you'll never forget it. I won't. We got married in 2012 because we were playing M13 <laughs> at the time. I remember this. <laughs> but M13 kind of came out, and we were all kind of getting into it, and we're doing our thing. We're like, this is sweet, magic sweet. And I'm just like, I'm going to build a goblin deck. And I like, I like, I build a shitty little goblin deck from like the random bulk you have and some random shit I picked up. And then I open a pack. And that pack contains a goblin in it. This goblin was everything I've ever wanted and more. He's the boss. He is the mob boss. Krenko is the goblin that I saw. And so, 
Krenko is a three or a four mana three three that taps to add, put a goblin token into play for every goblin every goblin you already control. He literally increases your goblins exponentially. Doubles your goblins. It's great. <laughs> like I built an entire commander deck about Krenko, but like Krenko isn't just on here because of the fact that he makes infinite goblins and I'm literally the goblin king, right? Like <laughs> Krenko actually taught me a very, very good lesson. And that's the fact that there are deck building costs to playing a bunch of legendary creatures. The first time I ever cast a second Krenko, when I already had one in play, and then I learned that Krenko, one of the one of them died, was a very big thing for me. This was back when we still played casual. Mm-hmm. This is why I didn't have more than two Krenkos in my casual goblin deck. Like, it was actually a deck-building, like, learning thing for me, just from Krenko existing. Mm -hmm. So, like, you know, obviously, like, that is something that has, A, stuck around with me, because I'm not an idiot and play a bunch of legendary creatures when I already have one in play. But, like, B, it just, it does give me, it had, it that was, like, the first step into me actually becoming someone who actually could build a deck, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and like, yeah, it's not, it's like, it should, it's something that's obvious to anyone who's played Magic for a while, but like, that was the first time that I really truly thought about deck building and like the, there is a cost to what you put in your deck. Yeah, I mean, you gotta like, take a, like, you gotta take that first step somewhere, and this was that first step. Yes, like, Krenko helped me do that, and like, you know, that's, that's always. I do. I basically credit Krenko with me being able to build the deck and it not be shit. So, <laughs> and he's super awesome. And I have an entirely foiled out EDH deck because Krenko. Because Krenko. Sometimes people just need to be punished. <laughs> Sometimes people need a paddling. Boy, howdy! Does he do? He does some paddling. <laughs> <laughs> And then, uh, from one legendary goblin to another, uh, this, I, I was actually kind of torn as to what I wanted to have sit in this slot, but a, this one is a goblin. So obviously I'm a little biased and B, I played this, I played this card a lot after the deck that this card is representing got banned. So... Kiki Jiki Mirror Breaker is the one who gets the gets that spot. Uh, Kiki Jiki is two colorless red, red, red for a two-two with haste. So five mana two-two triple red, ridiculously hard to cast. Uh, tap, put a copy of target non-legendary creature you control onto the battlefield. Obviously, this goes infinite with Pestermite, and the Super Exarch, and Restoration Angel, and a hundred other cards. Bounding Crassus. Bounding Crassus. <laughs> um, Zealous Conscripts also. Oh, there we go. Uh, Breaching Hippocamp, I believe, also goes infinite with him. Village Bellringer? Uh, yep, that one. <laughs> cards he goes in with for that. <laughs> Let's name cards that no one has any idea what the shit they do. Well, actually, they 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 know what a, they probably untaps Kiki Jiki in some yeah, way. There we go. <laughs> um, Kiki Jiki takes this spot because another deck that I absolutely love to play is Tempo decks, and Twin taught me how to play Tempo decks like. <laughs> And like, Twin taught me how to play tempo decks. <laughs> Twin taught a lot of people how to play tempo decks. Twin was a great deck. It totally deserved to be banned. <laughs> I have no problem saying that. It deserved to get banned. But uh, Kiki Jiki, while I did not play it in Twin, was still a card that was occasionally saw play in Twin as additional copies of Splitter yep. Twin. I've also played Kiki Jiki in um, Kiki Cord, which was a Naya built deck that actually used um, 
Kiki Jiki and Restoration Angel to go infinite, but the deck wasn't built around going infinite. It was built as a toolbox deck that had like it had the out of an infinite combo. And that also made me learn that I really love playing toolbox decks. <laughs> if people haven't realized, I love having options. Like that's just something that I really, really enjoy in Magic. I love having a lot of play to my decks. Like and Kiki just happens to slot into a lot of those decks really, really well. Because having the option of an infinite combo tends to be yeah. pretty good. Oops, I win is okay. <laughs> Who'd have thought? <laughs> you know. <laughs> and he's a goblin. And he's cool. But, yeah. There, you have not lived until you have, like, copied your um, voice of resurgence. Uh to attack with it, and then end of turn sack the voice resurgence to his ability and put a token into play. And it's like, I'm just going to beat you to death with these. I hope that's okay just, with you. <laughs> it. We're not even going to go infinite. We're just going to value the shit out of you. It's It feels so good. Like, they're like they're playing around you going infinite the whole time, and meanwhile, you're just like, la-di-da-di-da, I'm going to make a copy of my Huntmaster of the Fells, gain two life, get a wolf, attack you for two. I'm going to make a copy of my Avalanche Riders. Oh, God. <laughs> Snow Lost Rain. Snow Rain. Have a good day. Get wrecked. <laughs> yeah. yeah, like, yeah. I, I don't know. I miss Twin. <laughs> Even though it yeah. totally makes sense that it's gone. Like, Because that, that deck is the one that made me play modern. <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> the funny thing is, like, you that deck got you to play modern. And it wasn't even, like, the twin combo that you enjoyed the no. most. It was the transformational sideboard. <laughs> Where I could play Blue Moon. <laughs> yeah. Before that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, and then, like, twin got banned, and you're like, you're like, we're trying to figure out what you should play in Modern. And I tried like, Burn, and I'm like, this love. sucks. <laughs> yeah, like, you're like, you just, you, you love Legacy oh, God, Burn. I love Legacy you Burn. do not, you hate Modern yep. Burn. Like, and like you're like, well, I really enjoyed the transformational sideboard of Twin. I'm just like, I got a deck for you, and it was good. <laughs> but... And lo, Fletcher found something he enjoyed doing in yeah. Modern. But now that <laughs> deck is basically unplayable, so I don't have anything right now. But I mean, eventually, if the super hardcore combo decks become too crazy, uh, K Command will get pushed out of the format. Okay. <laughs> you know, and then you just have to be able to survive the turn two combo wins. Okay. And then you can play Blue Moon again. <laughs> it's a solid, solid idea, but. As, you as do. I do. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I feel like every time you've been talking about Modern lately, you've talked about Kiki, but. I talk about Kiki a lot. Uh, when Jace the Mind Sculptor got unbanned, the deck that I decided to play was a combination. It was like Kiki Moon, basically, where it's like Blue Moon, Blue Moon with Jace the Mind Sculptors and a Kiki Jiki Infinite Combo Wincon. <laughs> so it's like I'm like punching my opponent from every angle imaginable. Just, yeah. And I'm pretty sure I ended up with like a record of like eleven and four with that deck before I got bored with it. So the deck legitimately has legs, or I'm just way better than everyone I play against. Either, either works, or. but I'll honestly accept. I'll accept either answer. <laughs> All right, so we'll go on to the next card in your list that um uh, doesn't have anything to do with gaining value like the other cards. Nope, not at all. <laughs> None, a theme there's your no. <laughs> There's one card that doesn't gain I value. Say, but... Yeah, but... <laughs> Next one. It's not probably something people think of when they think of me. But this card single-handedly dominated the entire existence of Last Standard for me. And it's not it's not what I, you think. <laughs> it's it's not what you think. But like I played this card at least as a three of sometimes in the sideboard, of every single deck I played from when Battle for Zendikar rotated out until Kaladesh rotated out. And that is Glint Sleeve Siphoner. 
I have gushed about this card in an entire episode dedicated to Black Green Constrictor. Because this card is the best Dark Confidant I like I have personally ever played with. And I have played with actual Dark Confidant. <laughs> Just saying. Like, this, this, <laughs> this card is the unsung hero of the snake deck. Yes. This card is like the unsung hero of every single sideboard strategy I had against <laughs> control decks. Where it's yeah. like, they never expected it. I'm like playing a control mirror and I'm just like, sideboard up these seven cards, sideboard in these seven cards, four of them are going to sleep siphoners. <laughs> I'm going to cast one on turn two and you're going to die to it. Or you're going to Vraska's Contempt it, and then I'm going to resolve a Scarab <laughs> And either way, it will work out in my favor. <laughs> like, I I loved playing Glinsleeve Siphoner. I went out of my way to buy a foil playset of it. <laughs> I never do that for any card that isn't a goblin. <laughs> this is true. But I did it for Glinsleeve Siphoner. Because I'm like... And... Like, I'm pretty sure I bought it when it had like four months left in its standard cycle, maybe a little mm-hmm. longer. Like it was rotating out relatively soonish, and I still bought a full play six. I'm like, I'm gonna get use out of you. <laughs> I'm gonna get a lot of use. Out I, of I you. just got use out of the regular ones, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because I was playing the, the foils, yeah, because you were playing Magic <laughs> in that format. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I. I love Glensleeve Siphoner as a magic card. It is just... It's an evasive attacker that gives you card advantage. And it just did so much heavy lifting. Like, there's nothing better than being like, well, my model red opponent uh, already put me down to nine. I ain't got much in my hands. Guess I'm going to eight this <laughs> yeah, turn. It's like, let's do it. <laughs> two cards <laughs> and the best part is every time I did that it like that second card I drew that I would not have seen if I hadn't paid the life is the one that gets me out of it it's like yeah, yeah. look at that chupacabra or that Vraska's contempt or literally anything in the deck yeah. like <laughs> you could be sitting with a board of like nothing but like two twos and two threes in, with that deck and like just be doing insane things, which is ridiculous. Like, yeah. uh, like don't mind me. I'm just, yeah, like I'm just drawing three cards a turn. Hope that's okay with you. <laughs> oh, it's not. That's unfortunate that you're dead. Too bad. You don't get a choice. Like, I know. I know. I've had a couple games where it's like you have Snake and Cipher down and play like um uh, uh Ether Hub, and like yep. And then attack with your siphoner, and you're just like, I just get to draw all the cards forever, and you don't get to do anything. Come at me, bro. Like, <laughs> From now until the end of time, I will be drawing two cards a turn. You better tough. find a way to keep up with me. Yeah. It's just, <laughs> oh, it's just miraculous. That card is so good. Yeah. It, it just doesn't get enough, I don't know, enough um, uh praise i think like yeah. it, it just kind of got buried by like you know you're playing black green constrictor and it's like oh you got the snake which does crazy things the deck's named after it you got verter's gear hulk which murders people to hell and then you have like ballista which is you know a card played in every format ever made and you know lana war elves which is like holy crap this card's great and chupacabra which is a solid two for one and like you know, you have all these cards and Glinsleeve Siphoner is like yep i'm just gonna do my job here yeah. and be amazing and not draw attention to myself yeah what one of the greatest quotes i've ever heard about a game of magic this was actually talking about karanos <laughs> someone was just like how good was karanos in that matchup and the person's like oh he just took he just threw that match on his back and took a 10 mile hike <laughs> yeah. it's like that's what glenn sleeve siphoner does it oh, carries yeah. games yeah and like... it doesn't get the respect it deserves I mean, and just to say, like, that card is not super great in, like, the mono-red matchup or the red matchups, you know? And well, it trades with the 2-2. It trades with the 2-2. And honestly, <laughs> like, in on Arena, I had a pretty good win percentage with that deck, and I played best of ones, and mono-red was big. And I still just yes. did not even change my deck. I'm like, this card is so good. Like, I've, I had the, I've had that game 
or that card win me games in mono red. It's so good. Yeah, like even when the card is at its worst, it's still better than like the average magic card. Yeah. It's like, well, it's not an eight. It's only a six point five. Yeah. It trades Dang. With two two. Dang. <laughs> <laughs> it's a two mana doom blade deal. Sign me up. Uh, I I don't know what I'm gonna do with my play set of Boglin sleeves, but they're they're still perfect fitted. They're together in a penny sleeve, and I'm gonna put them somewhere. They're gonna hang out for a while. I am never getting rid of them. <laughs> uh, sleeve cipher. Yeah, my buddy. boy. Yeah, boy. Right. Let's move into something a little more broken now, shall we? <laughs> okay. Boy, howdy, this card. Right. So, there's a deck that certain people don't associate with me. I do. Other people who know me better, they <laughs> associate this deck with me. Because, like I said before, you know, I was showing some people this list, and they saw this card, and they like, why is that card on the list? You don't play that deck. And Manny looks over, he's like, oh, that? John played it, like, in every single Invitational for, like, two years. <laughs> And he only pulled it out for that. That deck is Infect. Yep. My card of choice. Let's be honest, there was three different options here. I was highly considering Ink Moth Nexus. Glistener Elf, while it allows you for the turn two kills, was never really, like, a big thing for me. I'm a big, big fan of Blighted Agent. (laughs) There is nothing better than turn one Noble Hierarch, turn two Blighted Agent, holding open one green. And you just stare at your opponent. It's like, come at me, bro. <laughs> it's like, can you kill it? Do you got two lightning bolts? No? Okay, you're dead next turn. Hey, maybe maybe your opponent has three and you're at nine. <laughs> <laughs> I was at four. Oh, you're at four and he had three. That's what it was. <laughs> I was at four and he had two. <laughs> that was a good game. <laughs> that game was also one off the back of Ink Moth Nexus, yeah. which is why I considered Ink Moth Nexus on this list. But yeah. Blighted Agent is like, he's the purest infect creature there is because you can't block him and he only needs to deal 10 damage to kill you. Yeah. Like, it's basically a 2 2. <laughs> he's basically a 2 2 unblockable. <laughs> Boy, howdy. Yep. <laughs> he's, oh, I suppose te- he's basically a 1 1 double striker. Okay, we'll go with because that. Because pump spells count double. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Why did they. Like, Ink, in fact, is just a deck I love. I It's one of the few decks that I actually own the dual lands for. To Like, it is the only blue deck I own the dual lands for to play in Legacy. Like,. I really enjoy playing Infect when, like, when Infect is good, Infect is unbeatable. Yeah. When Infect is bad, people will still play like shit because they don't know what the hell you're doing and they're terrified of you. Like, they're insanely like. There's just certain things that just make people play poorly. One yeah. of them is Planeswalkers. People play yeah. really poorly when you have a Planeswalker in play. You Any planeswalker. You can have a Tybalt in play, <laughs> and someone <laughs> people will jump through hoops to kill it. Oh, the yeah. same applies to any creature that has Infect as an ability. Yeah. They are terrified of Infect, and it's just one of those things where you're just like, "Why did Agent go? Yeah. Deal with it." Like the thing is, is with that deck, it's so scary because like you could have not been ta- not have taken any poison damage yet. Yep. Like, in the game. And ha- look like you have the game locked up, and all of a sudden, in one turn, they just kill you. Like, yes. <laughs> like, that's the thing, and that's why that card's so scary. And those are absolutely, like, the best kills, too, where it's like... Yeah. No, every Can once in a while, you'll just, like, chip-shot your opponent down, and other times, you just lull them into that false sense of security, where they're like, I got this locked up. I can't lose. I'm golden. And then you're just like kill you out of nowhere yeah like i gg sign the slip (laughs) my my like uh, something along those lines 
but obviously this is not an infect kill is like i love the noble hierarch kills oh those are great yeah like because they never expect them like i had one opponent who he was playing a form of kiki cord and yeah. he's like um he pathed two of my blighted agents he killed multiple like he like bolted a bunch of like listener elves and like like my lands are like locked down it's like all i have is three noble hierarchs in play and he has a malira in play so it's like shit all right so i was like i'm like attack with noble he's at like 15 or something God, super ridiculously high number like that so, like, I attack him for three with my Noble Hierarch, and he, like, looks at his Malyra, looks at his hand. It's like, I guess I'll take through him, like, before damage. Uh, um, Groundswell? Groundswell? Um, uh, crap. Become immense? 17, yeah? He's like, and I'm dead. It's like, <laughs> Just out of Boom. <laughs> GG. Inside the match slip. <laughs> Get out of my house. <laughs> uh, yes. You have to play under the table because you are not on my level. Felt <laughs> <laughs> oh, good, man. Felt yeah. good. I've I've considered that deck for modern actually, but right now it's not super great, which is unfortunate. It's it's really weird in our meta because our meta will go from having like a thousand lightning bolts to like mono affinity. It's like <laughs> I I don't know what's going on anymore. <laughs> uh, uh. Oh well. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Playmation. Blighted Agent. In fact, love it. Love it. Great so this deck. is this next card you have is the one that I was like, huh. Yeah, th this is one you would not understand. Yeah. This one, this is not one that you personally have any experience with. Nope. I hated this set, too. I thought this was a terrible-ass set. Yeah, like, you, you despise this set. I loved this set. I loved this set. Yeah. <laughs> I loved it because of what it did to the standard format. Not just because it completely broke it because of Evercool. <laughs> I loved the fact that I get like the decks I got to play in this format. I loved the Jun deck that I played in this format, which is like mono grind. Like everything about Eldritch Moon just made the standard format really fun for me. One of the cards that accompanied that was Elder Deep Fiend. Uh, affectionately known by some people as Deep Fried. Because <laughs> Deep Fried Calamari, it is a creature type Eltrazi octopus. Okay. <laughs> Don't know if uh, I would eat it. Eh, there's, there's a lot of teeth on that thing. A lot of teeth. <laughs> this card became synonymous with me in this format for one reason and one reason only. On the regular, everyone in the room would hear me say the phrase, effects on your upkeep. <laughs> As I flashed in an Elder, an Elder Deep Fiend, tapped down my opponent's lands, proceeded to let them do absolutely nothing, untapped, punched them in the face with a 5-6, played a land, passed the turn, and proceeded to repeat the phrase... <laughs> effects on your upkeep. <laughs> uh. I played... I did not play the Teamery Merch deck. That was semi-popular with Channel Fireball. I played a Blue-Ready Merch deck with main deck, um, Fevered Visions, and, like, the entire deck was about bringing like back... Fevered Vision. <laughs> the deck was so glorious. I loved everything about it. Like, I was playing... Um, there were so many different ways this deck could win because I was playing the the blue like the three one flyer scab where you can discard two cards and bring it back, and then the three four flyer where you can discard two cards and bring it back. I was playing prized amalgam with no way of casting it in my deck. 
like this deck like, just like dredging that shit <laughs> absolutely <clears throat> i was playing four cathartic reunion in a format with actual counter spells that people would cast and i didn't care if they countered it like <laughs> you're like i just just want to discard the cards <laughs> yeah i just wanted to put these elder deep fiends in my graveyard i hope that's okay with you because now i'm gonna murder your face in because you're playing control deck and i'm playing three main deck fevered visions you're dead <laughs> i am literally going to owling mine you to death and if I ever get to do anything, I'm going to flash in an Elder Deep Fiend and tap down your lands, and then untap and punch you in the face. I hope that's okay with you. Effects in your upkeep. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, a relatively newer guy to the store when this format came out, his name is Scott. He, like, everything he knew, like, he's like, that phrase alone is like what he associates with me is effects and your upkeep. <laughs> I had my friend Sean threaten to punch me if I ever said effects and your upkeep to him again. <laughs> I immediately followed up the next game we played by saying, on turn four, effects and your upkeep, tap down all your lands. <laughs> Felt so good. Uh. I like Elder Deep Fiend. It's It's just another tempo deck yes. with a weird combo element to it. Uh, who'd have thought four or two mana five sixes with flash that can tap down any three permanents are good yeah apparently best part tapping down your opponent's gideons <laughs> hands down uh, you hate you hate gideon <laughs> gideon <laughs> you're like well, now your opponent's like thing. you have to do yeah your your opponent's like Tick up, uh, tick up my Kivy and move to combat. I'm like, in your beginning of combat step, flash in Elder Deep Fiend, tap in your Gideon and your three lands. Untap, kill the token, kill your Gideon. Go. <laughs> kill you, eat it. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Elder Deep Fiend. Great magic card. Yeah. Yeah, like... You have this like tempo control consistency thing with like most of your cards and mine were all the hell over. <laughs> yeah, your yours were all over. Mine mine all all had something to do with the deck that I just became well known for playing. But yeah, I'm I'm big into the tempo control card advantage random lighted yeah. agent thrown in there for reasons. I don't know. It feels like all my stuff is either doing nothing or doing everything. <laughs> it's like I'm either gonna sit here and control the game and do nothing and just la 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 the whole thing, or I'm gonna be completely all in and like sacrifice my lands to kill you. <laughs> but the one really interesting thing about my entire list, though, is they all kind of need to be in a deck that's built around them. Exactly. Yeah, they really do. Except Let's Sleep Siphoner, which can honestly go in any de deck that can tap for black because it's amazing. But... but it was at its best if you also had it other ways of producing energy. Yep. This this last card, like, did you change your list up? Uh, yes. Originally, Elder Deep Fiend was the number eight, but somehow Ashiok got taken off of one and got put next to my name, okay. and there was no number eight on the list, so I had to re-put everything. Okay, because, like, this card is actually one that I thought of for you. This card... This is card is the first time... I went out of my way to find an alternate version of a card just to show how much I liked it. <laughs> Fun fact. This card... God damn. I, this, was a, this was a good card. I literally remember standing watching you play a game with this deck and being freaking mesmerized. <laughs> <laughs> like, that game was so savage. Like It was so good. I remember... The the see the thing about that it wasn't just you watching me play that game. It was everybody. Everyone else in the room was watching this game. Yeah. Because it was a mirror <sighs> between two Rally the Ancestors decks. Oh my god. And boy howdy, that was a crazy ass mirror. That was deep, man. That was a deep game. <laughs> and the one card that made that deck playable was Nantuko Husk. Yeah, buddy. The low, low cost 
of two colors and a black, you can have a tutu. Yeah. What more could you ever want in life? You know, every... Oh, also, also, you can sacrifice a creature and give it a plus two, plus two. There we go. <laughs> that card smacks people in the mouth until they die. Yes. <laughs> Free sacrifice outlets are single-handedly one of the most broken things in all of Magic that no one realizes. Yeah, they're good. <laughs> They're insane, especially when you can abuse things like Rally the Ancestors. I love how that card basically overnight went from like a bulk rare that nobody cared about to like one of the most played cards in the format almost. It, it felt like it went from 50 cents to $12 because like, I remember some like, hey, hey Fletcher, do you have any Rally the Ancestors? You're like, yeah, somewhere. I'm like, cool. I need them. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> yeah. And well, the one, the best thing about Antuko Husk is I actually played it even after I stopped playing Rally the Ancestors, because eventually Rally rotated out yeah, and Antuko yeah. Husk didn't. And then I played it in a blue-black Aristocrats deck. And that deck was just sweet too. That deck was sweet because I got to play Whirler Rogue, give my Nantuko Husk unblockable. I remember that, yeah. And just pound my opponent's face into the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> A uh, friend of mine, Zach, like the one card that he absolutely despised me playing was Whirler Rogue. Because, <laughs> like, he knew that if I cast a Whirler Rogue, he was dead in like two turns. Like, there was nothing he could do about it. Oh, yeah. It's like, but, like, obviously, all those wins came off the back of Nantuko Husk. Like, that was the engine. It was the, it was like the end all be all. Nothing felt better than sacking your entire board state to Nantuko Husk. Rally the ancestoring everything back, resacking it and re-rallying. Just be like, I was gonna bring everything back from the graveyard twice. Attack you for ninety. <laughs> <laughs> Attack you for thirty-six. Intimidate. Oh, you're not playing black creatures. How unfortunate. Huh. Huh. Just on the match slip. Get out of my house. <laughs> you have to play under the table from now on. <laughs> uh, uh, in like, goddamn that match. That, that match, match, yeah. I just remember, like, I remember like watching that match and just it was just insane. You wanna know the best thing about that match that no one knows about? Huh. Our game one lasted three minutes. Jeez. Because we both knew what was going on. Yep. And I, what did I, I cast? I don't remember what the hell it was I cast. I think it, like I cast the actual um, Zulaport Cutthroat effect or whatever it was. Yeah, yeah it was and Zulaport he, in that form, I think. he immediately like counts up everything on board. He's like, "All right, I'm dead. Scoops up his cards." <laughs> All right. Our game, our game two took like ten minutes. Yep. The same thing happened, but on the other side of the table. Yep. And I was the like, game three right. was just like. <laughs> the game three was a slog. Like God. Damn, that game three took forever. Like, didn't I like win in time? I think you were in. You had to have been in time. It was like turn five of turns or some you shit. You were like, hard. I know at points. And it's like, and it wasn't game... for slow play. Like that. Like that was just no. that was just a, a complex game. Yeah, there was like thirty permanents on both sides of the board. Like, like I was remember ins- there was some person there that was looking confused and I literally had like explained to them what was going on because like it was so complex. Yeah, like that that game is honestly what made me realize that when I need to, I can just go full on like serious business. I will not screw up. Yeah. Like I don't do it often. <laughs> Like, it normally comes, like, I think the last time it happened was actually a blue-white control versus that blue moon list I was talking about with Dicky yeah. in it. Like, in Modern. I was playing against uh, Scott Reiser, the guy who guest starred on the podcast in, yep. like, episode six. <laughs> so, like, I, like, it was against him, and I just went, like, hardcore tank, and I, I killed him on, like, turn four of turns. Yeah. And it's like, I know that when I care, nothing will affect me. I will not even notice that literally there are 20 people standing around the table watching me play a game. Yeah. 
until my opponent offers the handshake. And then I'm like, oh, look, everyone's watching me. <laughs> yeah. Like, if, if I have to think about you doing, like, think about a game for you, like, that's the game I think of. Yeah. Like, for some reason, I don't, that one just always pops into my head. But it's a pretty good game to think about. It was pretty solid. There's some intense shit going on in that game. Nantuko Husk is awesome. Nantuko Husk is awesome. Like, that deck was awesome. I, like, once again, I really like complex decks. <laughs> like, I love decks that if you screw up, you die. And if you're playing Nantuko Husk in the deck, it's a deck that if you screw up, you die. Yeah. Like, oh, you missed a trigger. Well, you're dead now. Yep. <laughs> Have a nice day. See you later. <laughs> yeah, it's just... Yeah. All all of my... <laughs> literally every card on here is like, yeah. Every, I suppose Cranko is not really a you screw up, you die deck, but... It's like... All of my cards tell a very, very specific story about me as a Magic player. Mm-hmm. I think both of ours kind of did almost, but... Yeah. It's like... I love complexity. I love decks that force me to think. And I love goblins. I love goblins. <laughs> and I love value. God, I love value. God, value is sweet. <laughs> I love two for ones. <laughs> or 30 for ones in regards to Clint Sleep Siphoner. God damn that card. God damn that card. Yeah. And you're know. just like, I love sweet shit. <laughs> that's kind of the truth in a lot of ways <laughs> it's like i love complexity and like I having love... my brain melt and you're just like i love doing cool stuff yeah i love cards that define formats and also cards that are on the reserve list but nobody even knows about <laughs> <laughs> and unexpected results and, and then unexpected results <laughs> uh, but God damn. Cool. Yeah, so we just basically spent like two whole episodes talking about nothing. Uh, not true. Now people get to know more about our magic play styles. Fair. <laughs> I don't know. If nothing else, it's insightful to look at like yeah, our history and the cards we picked and even just some stuff about the cards and I don't know. Our thought press beho- processes behind everything, but there's more to it than just listing off eight cards for each of us. but yeah. I just noticed that seven out of the eight cards on my list are all creatures, technically. Karanos is technically a creature. Technically a creature. <laughs> and you have... And you have Planeswalker, yeah. You have two, have two creatures, creatures on your whole list? <laughs> <laughs> You're doing something wrong. I guess... See, here, Turn I'm, I'm, gonna... I'm turning dudes sideways. Something else though, <laughs> that also to notice is that um, one, two, three, four, three, five of your cards involve standard and one and a half of mine do. <laughs> Fact. So like... <laughs> Otherwise, like most of mine are legacy or um, casual. <laughs> yeah, but standard is definitely the format where I have made mo- the like most of a name for myself, at least on the local level. Well, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's One what's played. That's what's played the most. So, yeah, standard is also a format that lets me do what I want to do the most, which is like play some wonky ass tier two deck. And just get there, crush with it. Yeah, you know, I am. As one of my friends once told me, he's like, he's like, you're the master of playing tier two decks and crushing with them. Yeah. You should try playing a tier one deck at some point. It was like tier one decks are boring. Yeah, why? <laughs> like, why would I play a tier one deck? Like, I don't want to play red black. <laughs> Screw red black. I'm gonna play this constrictor deck that's been dead for three months constrictor is tier one i don't even care what anyone says it's I tier zero wanted. it is just the top of the pile it noodled its way to the top <laughs> i don't even care but all right constrictor did not get the respect it deserves <laughs> it did not but... so i beat the respect out of everyone 
Okay. Well, this one's going long. We probably should close it up here. So um, uh, if you want to send us some feedback, you can shoot us an email at thelocalmeta at gmail.com. Catch us on Twitter at thelocalmetapc. You can um, uh, check out the website, uh, the local meta at uh, thelocalmeta.com. That's where our feed is and everything. If you try to go to the old site in the next few days, it's going to be gone um, <laughs> because my hosting is up and too damn bad and I'm not posting anything there. So, I'm, uh, yeah, that's that stuff. John, any last words? Magic's great. I think you've said this before, but I'll agree with Probably. you again. Pretty sweet. It's, just, it's worth reiterating. Magic... Thumbs up. C plus. <laughs> All right. Uh, oh, that was good. All right. Cool. And so uh, we will catch you next time. See you.